being real. Uh, what does that mean? What does it look like? And how do you get there? <laughs> right? Uh, with that authenticity and having greater connections with those that we, you know, care about and having the tools, right? Equipping people with the tools to work through all the complexities of this crazy world that we're living in these days. Welcome to the Let's Be Real podcast, genuine conversations for authentic living. Welcome. I'm Lisa Allshafer, Empowerment Life Coach and author. And I'm Sandra Pariser, entrepreneur in the health and wellness industry. And this is our first Let's Be Real podcast. And today we really wanted to, yes, yay. <laughs> and today we really wanted to share our vision for the podcast along with, you know, covering some of the subjects that we'll be talking about, as well as introducing you to who we are, how we got here, and um, really just why we started this whole um, Let's Be Real podcast. So Sandra, why don't you share kind of our vision for why we're doing this? Absolutely. Our vision is to create a movement where you, our beloved listeners, can boldly embrace your true selves, build authentic connections, lead more purposeful and harmonious lives, while learning the tools to navigate all the complexities of today's super fast-moving world. Good. That's awesome. And so some of the subjects that we'll be covering as we go from week to week, which we, we, we will be putting this podcast out once a week, um, and that's things like uh, mindset, you know, um, having the right mindset to create the life you want, uh, how to overcome things like overwhelm and stress and burnout, and just how to deal with a lot of the changing daily changes in our world today and all the uncertainties, how to improve your relationships and the communication you have with those you really care about and love, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your kids, whether it's your coworkers, uh, your friends, or whoever it might be. Also, um, how to deal with stress. What do you do with stress and, and your negative emotions, whether it be sadness or anger or, you know, guilt or, or any of that, that, uh, really are just the human emotions that a lot of people really have a challenge in knowing what to do with all those negative emotions, as well as how to really align with your spirit so you can feel more fulfillment and feel more purposeful in how you're living your life and so much, much more. <laughs> so Sandra, why don't you share with everyone kind of your story and uh, what's led up to today, including your background, your challenges, and how you overcame um, the things that you had to go through in your life to achieve the kind of success you've had in your life today, including, by the way, uh, an annual seven-figure income in your business year over year for the past decade. Oh, it's better that you said that than for me to have said that. So um, it's not something I like to put a poster child. But when you hear my story, you'll understand why Lisa feels the need to share that because it's a huge accomplishment. Um, just kind of a brief look into, into my life, and I, I guess I'll have to start with the most important piece, which we will be coming covering in the weeks to come, which is our childhood. And then that, that gets stuck in what we refer to as the inner child. Your actual child self will start to lay over into your adult child self. So my childhood was... Um, Lately, I've been calling it a horror movie because actually it's, it's pretty much right up there with a horror movie. Um, I grew up, my, um, my mom was very young when she met my dad and got pregnant with my older sister. She had three kids by the time she was 21 years old, three little girls. And um, not exactly clear on what happened, but 
the way it seems, and this is back in the seventies, is that my mom, after the birth of my younger sister, ended up postpartum. Her father and my father, who happened to be a heroin junkie, uh, put her in a psych ward, locked her up, and she spent pretty much the first 11 years of my life uh, in and out of, um, you know, just in and out of different treatment facilities. So I don't want to say that happened to her. You know, our lives don't happen to ourselves. They happen for us to grow and become who we are in the world. So I, it was a really tough childhood. My uh, dad married the babysitter and she horrifically abused me uh, until my dad got sober when I was 11. And that changed the trajectory of at least the horrific components of I was starving and no one was there to care for me. And I kept trying to run away. And uh, the abuse was pretty horrific at both the hands of my uh, stepmom and and my dad by sheer neglect. So it's kind of a, an interesting thing as I look back on my childhood, and Lisa, you know this, because when we first started working together to heal some really deep old wounds, um, when I was a little girl, I remember in the front yard, which our front yard was our playground, and we made holes and created forts and you know, the kids are very imaginative. So my front yard was what you would probably consider a mess, big dirt piles and holes. And I've been bit by gophers and uh, just kind of funny, but I'd be spinning around in, in my, you know, front yard with my siblings and thinking I was Wonder Woman as I was sneaking, you know, through the screen door. It's 1100 square foot home that I grew up in, not a whole lot of space. And, you know, dreaming about becoming Wonder Woman. Linda Carter. I had this amazing fantasy when um, I was little that I would grow up and live in a castle and have everything that you could possibly ever imagine in a perfect life. And my life really did turn out that way. Um, Lisa, you remember when I found the house that I live in now and you and I got to chuckle a little bit about how we really do create our reality. And though it takes work and it's a lot of work to do that, um, it is absolutely possible. So I've always been, uh, I've always had this feeling inside me that it's like an inner knowing, um, or you're intuitive, or I've always listened to when something inside me or my higher self really is what I would call it today would say, Hey, Sandra, move to Hawaii. Okay. And I would just follow whatever the message was. Uh, Sandra moved from Las Vegas to Texas. Okay, up for the next great adventure. So I've trusted that over time. I went through massage school in Hawaii. That's where I started to really learn about the body, the power, and the healing of what we can do and got fascinated by um, our bodies can really do some amazing things. So um, Fast forward into my later 20s, I started doing a lot of work with T. T. Harvecker and Tony Robbins. I created a vision board for what I wanted and my perfect husband. And um, the ongoing joke, and I have no problem saying that, is the only thing on my vision board about my husband was that I, I should have prefaced no crazy ex-wife. Uh, well, you know, I had to deal with that. And there's a lot of stories to that, which actually bumps me and you together uh, my husband and I dated for five years. We raised his older kids. Uh, it was the hardest job I've ever had. One of these days we'll do a podcast on step parenting because that truly is um, something a lot of us uh, have challenges with and how to navigate those paths. 
Um, but yes, so we moved to Vegas. We were empty nesters when I was 34 years old, kind of strange. Uh, my husband was a young dad too. And uh, that was that was probably the hardest time in my life. I, uh, Alan and I just were having so much conflict and, um, really didn't know what to do. We were really, you know, when you're in and out of court and you're raising kids, you really lose yourself. And it was really, really hard just to be quiet and be alone. We didn't know anybody. And so I went to a chamber of commerce meeting in Las Vegas and that's when you and I met each other. And um, I fell on your floor and I said, can you please help me? And, and you were like, yeah, absolutely. And everything you told me to do, I was so desperate. I was so, I mean, I'll let you tell that part of my story because you were there with such wide loving eyes and um, that turned us into a forever friendship. And you've helped me in so many ways, including my relationship with money. That's a podcast in and of itself and how you know, it, it, we have a relationship with money. My net worth was I was only ever going to make a hundred grand a year. I was at this set point. I didn't think I was worth it. I had all of these emotions about it. Uh, like a lot of people do, like you're not worth it or, oh, only those kinds of people make that much money. Um, and so after you fixed me, of course I was participating. Um, I went on to have amazing success in you know, really helping other people. My job is to help other people. Your job, Lisa, is to help other people. And we just knew that there would come a time where the two of us together can go and share with all of you um, what has worked to help us become happy and um, healthy and whole and free. Yeah, very good. Well, so I guess you could say if it wasn't for the crazy ex-wife, you wouldn't know me. I'm so grateful to her for so many reasons, <laughs> but yeah, true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about it, right. So that's some of the things that, you know, I think about and, and especially as of late, I've been doing some of my own exercises with certain people in my life. And it's like, well, I wouldn't be, mm. I wouldn't know these people, even with my ex-husband, I wouldn't have my son if it wasn't for all the things I went through with him. And I wouldn't trade that for the world. I'd go mm -hmm. through it every single day all over again, just to be where I am today with my beautiful son, who's 27. And mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, sometimes it's recognizing some of those people in our lives that are <laughs> hard to deal with <laughs> actually are moving in a, in a new trajectory that has us seek out, you know, new people to know and new experiences to have. Mm -hmm. So, well, that's, you know, that's a, a really amazing story. And yes, obviously we've worked together. So I not, I obviously know a lot of, probably more about you than most people. <laughs> you, you, you actually, in my, in our relationship together, yeah. it's been mm -hmm. real vulnerability for me. I remember when you and I first started working together, I was thinking, I wonder if she can see all my skeletons, uh, which yes. you can't see skeletons. You can just help me find them for myself. Yeah. And you know, Lisa, even as we've, you and I've moved forward and, and I think we absolutely have to introduce the audience to your story, but what's happened over the last year for me is November 1st of 20, uh, 2022. And you're right. I'm grateful for the ex-wife because, because of the ex-wife, I have healed so many of my shadow self, the shadow, the darkness, the 
I, I don't really like calling things like good versus evil, but darkness, right. true, mm-hmm. dark, dark, darkness. And so while everything's been so great in my life over the last handful of years, Alan and I went on to have two beautiful little girls who are almost mm-hmm. nine and 11. And you got to be there for that. I remember when I said to you, I think I'd like to have a baby. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> we, Alan and I had just really started patching things together. And you were like, it's kind of like getting a dog, right? You don't understand the responsibility of getting an animal um, until you get the animal. But I, I remember that vividly. And they just have been nothing but blessings to yeah. uh, myself and my husband. But a year ago, I made a declaration to universe and this was this was the declaration of I want to heal completely. And you and I get to share with everybody what that looks like. And so, so to sit here today with you, who has every secret in, inside of me, you already know, because there's no more secrets. Yeah. It's just processing the emotion and, um, and remembering. And it's been, um, I'm truly happy. Um, I think we're all living at a beautiful time on planet earth where we get to evolve. Right. Yeah. Evolve. So share with us, who are you, Lisa? Yes, I will. And just, you know, to go a little bit into the shadow side is is we will definitely have an episode or two or three or five about that one. But, you know, everyone has positive and negative inside them. And that shadow side is really that negative side and the secrets that we hold we have usually more shame and embarrassment and whatever hidden stuff around than when we actually put it out on the table, put it into the light. It's like, oh, it's, it's, it's actually okay. I've been harboring this whatever around it. And once it's even shared with just one trusted, you know, one person who's uh, able to receive that without judgment, it, it just, it lightens up the load, it lightens up and starts to free ourselves from that, from the darkness, from the things that we keep hidden. I've had people tell me things that, you know, whether it's they had an abortion, you know, 20 years ago and no one ever knew and they lived with some shame of that or whatever it was or whatever, you know, it, it's uh, sexual abuse, whatnot. And so, um, you know, once we are, we'll feel safe enough to be vulnerable and share that with another person, it really does it, it it absolutely accelerates the healing process around whatever that hidden experience was. So, so and it takes a lot of courage to be vulnerable. So, it does. And I appreciate your, if it really, it really is about not judging, not mm-hmm. judging yourself, not yes. judging others. And I think that one of your superpowers has really gotten so much more powerful as you've helped support me in this last year of, you know, my next level of growth to feel so safe. And Mm -hmm. the more vulnerable I was, the the safer that I felt, the more I knew I could tell you anything and you would help like together we could feel it, organize it. I mean, I went through some really painful, really painful stuff and you know, you're a human being, you felt and you love me. And so this is what we want to do for other people, for all of yeah. you, is to build a community of people, just no judgment, nothing but love. And uh, yeah, so we'll cover, I mean, that's just yes. the biggest topic, you know, releasing judgment of self. 
And I um, think this is why the podcast is so perfectly named, which by the way, you came up with the name of the podcast and did an amazing job, the Let's Be Real podcast, because it really is about achieving authenticity and recognizing that we have all these aspects of ourselves. And even as we share our stories, I mean, that's the thing. Most people are walking around thinking I'm the only one who feels this way, or I'm the only one who has this experience. And it's just simply not true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so therefore, by hearing other people's stories and having other, seeing other people who are being real and, and willing to be vulnerable and sharing and, you know, some of the, the things that maybe they wouldn't normally share, mm -hmm. um, and especially in such a public and open venue. Um, it, it's <laughs> our, the hope is to give them the courage to find somebody, at least find somebody in their life that they can mm -hmm. share with, or, you know, find a life coach, uh, you know, find a, a, a special, you know, a good friend, uh, someone to be able to share some of the stuff with and work it through so that they're not harboring a lot of their things that actually keep them from accepting who they really are because they think they're this negative thing and they're really not. That's just, that's just a, a part of themselves that hasn't been healed yet. And once that becomes healed, they actually integrate that into the whole of them. And then they become truly their authentic self, which is just an amazing experience, but you can't do it unless you're dealing with that stuff. Otherwise it's, it's blocking that process from happening. So, yeah. yeah. So tell us, how did you become Lisa Olshafer today? <laughs> okay. So how I became Lisa Olshafer? Um, well, I started out in this life very shy and insecure. So um, even when I was, I mean, gosh, I was just everything, you know, my mom used to say she could ask me anything and I'd be, I would be fine, fine. <laughs> you know, I didn't have opinions. I didn't, you know, I didn't, I stayed pretty much, you know, uh, to myself and um, very hooked into the whole shy dynamic so much so that by the time I hit probably 12, maybe, and this is pre-internet, by the way. Um, I went to the library to find some book, something that I could, you know, read that uh, would help me to break out of that shell of, of shyness. And so um, it really, you know, again, personal growth was um, something that at that time it was like self-help, right? The self-help section of the, of the uh, bookstore or the, or the uh, library. <laughs> um, now it's all at our fingertips and, and whatnot, but um Anyhow, so so that was really kind of my my first real challenge in life was feeling so insecure within myself. So, um, but like you, I didn't go. I guess I did go to one Tony Robbins thing, but I was my I I was thirsty for knowledge in how to um, feel comfortable in my in my life in my own skin. And my dad had Tony Robbins in his library. And my mom had Wayne Dyer on cassette tape in, in, in her library. And uh, I really kind of steered more towards Wayne Dyer. He had more of, more of a, I don't know, he just resonated with me more, had perhaps more of a spiritual side to him. And so that's kind of where I, uh, I landed more in the Wayne Dyer sector of personal growth. And then I went to school. I went to college. Uh, I... Um, Let's see, when, when did I go to college? When did I graduate? 1990? No. 
1986, I think I graduated from college, but I was so interested. I started out in, in, in webs, uh, excuse me, graphic design, didn't have webs, websites yet, graphic design, but then I just kept moving further over into um, psychology. So I ended up getting a degree in psychology. I did a lot of, um, and I got really good grades in psychology, certainly didn't get good grades in astro or astronomy. I thought that would be a, an easy one. And it was one of the hardest classes I've ever taken. I got a hundred percent. In astronomy? Wow. That's great. Sure, so, And that is very interesting because I still, to this very day, am very interested in outside earth. Yes. But we'll share that yes. with the people in a little bit. Well, but it, it didn't help that I didn't attend class a lot. So oh. <laughs> I had my own party years during college, but, but I did end up pr with pretty good grades and especially in psychology. So again, everything was in motion. I was actually helping people in, in, in both high school and in college, kind of on a coaching level at that time. Um, I've always been deep and I like deep conversation and I, I love one-to-one -one interaction. That's kind of how I roll. And so I've always been kind of that deep thinker. And so it started to show up early in life. Um, and then, you know, I graduate from college and, you know, have a multitude of different kinds of careers. I didn't end up getting a PhD in psychology, but um, I did get a BA. And so um, I ended up getting married in my late twenties. I uh, had my son in my really around 31, I think 30 or 31. And, uh, and then shortly after that, cause that relationship was not, uh, there, well, there's positive and negative in that relationship. He was an, uh, he was amazingly wonderful in certain ways. And he had definitely, uh, an alcoholic and, uh, abusive side as well, physically abusive. So I ended up leaving that relationship after 12 years. And, um, and then my son at that time was, I think he was one and a half or, or, or going on two. And then, um, oh, wow. Then, I didn't, re I didn't realize you were married for a long time. I wasn't married was for the born. whole 12 years, but I was, we, we were, were together. together. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, and then married for maybe a third or half of that. Mm -hmm. So it seems so far away. It seems like <laughs> putting all that, the timelines together is, is a little challenging, but yeah. So, um, but his father decided to just disappear. And, um, and so I raised Eric by myself. He never has, uh, met his father or talked to his father cause he just completely left and which it, in, in hindsight and kind of at the time it was actually a blessing because he, he had some pretty hardcore stuff he was dealing with. And, and quite honestly, I was in fear of my life. So, um, um, anyhow, so that, um, ended up having me raise, uh, my son, Eric, uh, pretty much by myself for, for his pretty much his entire life. There was a few relationships in there, but I pretty much raised him by myself. Um, and then back in 2004, so, okay, let me backtrack a little bit. So I was raised, uh, or I grew up in Michigan. Um, and then I ended up moving to Ohio for this company I started working for. And then, um, once that company, it started to go down. And then when you said that you, you follow your intuition and you can be spontaneous and those types of things, I too can be that way. And so one of the people that I, um, had met through that company that was really going under at the time asked if I wanted to move out to Vegas. And I'm like, well, either move back to Michigan or stay here or move to Vegas. There's nothing really where I was at. So um, I said, okay. And then I moved out to Vegas in 2002. 
And uh, uh, I ended up actually having to start my own business at that time. So I've always been really self-sufficient and independent and able to support myself even in lean, even if they were lean times. But, um, but then when it came to 2004, so I'd been in Vegas a couple of years, I was just really um, like, I, I turned 40 and I was just kind of like, is this all there is? I feel like I'm really, like I have a lot of great ingredients. You know, I have all the right ingredients, but the recipe I'm making in my life is not turning out so great. So what is it? What is it that's missing? What is it that I'm not getting? And, and that's where I sat down one night and I wrote what I call my dissertation to the universe. And uh, it was just, you know, it started out with help me, help me, where am I supposed to go? Um, when you feel isolated and alone and all these things, um, part of it's actually on my website, on my, on my about me page, but, um, but it was quite a, you know, it was about a page and a half and I just started writing and I, what's, what's interesting is it really exemplified ask and you shall receive because I asked, that was the first thing, help me, help me, where am I supposed to go? And three days later is when I ended up running into someone who would, uh, uh, end up becoming my mentor and ultimately my coach. And he was doing seminars at the time. So I went to my first seminar, I think it was in uh, August of 2004. And it was like, wow, this is it. This is what I've been, this is what I've been needing. This is this, it just absolutely fit like a glove. And that was the first time I had ever heard of the term life coach. And of course, already having a degree in psychology, I was like, it came at me like a bullet. I'm like, life coach, what is a life coach? You know, I was excited and I thought this is can I become a life coach? Right. Cause I would love that. And it was just so instantaneous. And I know, you know, oftentimes people are struggling to find what they, you know, their occupation or their purpose. And I was also in that place, but it came to me, it was just like, woof, it just was, it hit me uh, so wonderfully. Um, and so that's where uh, I spent a majority of my time then for the next eight years, really, um, in, in deep transformational work, so much so that I became a life coach. I mean, I, I knew at that time, but then I needed to do my own work. You don't just, you know, uh, you need to kind of work work through your own stuff before you start taking on other people's stuff. So I spent two years really in my own deep transformational work and I still do my own deep transformational work. It doesn't end. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was heavy duty into working some old stuff out just like you have done. And so many of the people I work with have done and possibly some of the people who are listening today have done. And, and, and that's, um, where, um, uh, two years later in 2006, June of 2006 is when I became a professional life coach and I've been doing it ever since. And so that's what, uh, you know, um, I think 17 years, I think that's I never even connected the, do- for as, for as long as you and I've known each other, I have never connected the dots on in 2000 and it was May of 2004 that, um, Alan and I, this before we were dating, did the unleash the power within the Tony Robbins. Yeah. And I, like you, would have gone a little more Wayne Dyer-ish. I ended up going with T. Harv Eker, who had way yep. more of a, like a softer soul. It, <laughs> to me, it seemed like yep. a softer, deeper soul. Yeah. And, and it was in 2004 that I did the full program, the thousands of dollars. I think it was, yeah. gosh, back then, it, it was a lot of money. And um, 
but I always knew the importance and, and this is really for everybody out there too. Would you say Lisa's worth every penny? I can say I wouldn't be where I'm at today had I not taken that time and the money um, into finding a trusted person. Um, but for me, my path went, you know, like, look what it took to get me to you. Right. Um, but it, we, but we were in the same time frame. That's very interesting yeah. to me. Very yeah. interesting. I know some other people who are in the same time frame as well, who they were, wow. it's, you know, kind of like these parallel, similar lives, just we, the meeting hadn't come until later on in life. And, you know, talking about even, investing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause you and I even knew, I, I think we started talking about this back in 2016 or 2017 at the latest, where mm -hmm. we just knew that there was going to come a time it would, there was just going to come a time on, on planet earth that you and I would come together yeah. and, and really be able to support people. So yeah. anyway, time is now. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, you know, as you said, you invested so much. Well, I mean, over, the, over uh, that eight year period, um, I mean, I've, I've been to over 80 seminars, you know, ranging from three to nine days. Most of them are transformational seminars, so more on that personal level, but a lot of them ended up being business because it's all connected. And I'm an entrepreneur by heart, just as you are, <laughs> right? So, um, uh, you know, it's, it, it all comes together, being conscious in your life, being conscious in your business, and, and really knowing that you are the tone to your business. And then I ended up getting, over the years, like seven... Um, uh, life coaching certifications and just, you know, taking online courses. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an avid student of life, um, which makes me a better teacher as well. So, um, but I met you, uh, like you said, at a chamber, uh, actually before the chamber meeting and our friend and, you know, introduced us and, as soon as, you know, again, this is where I love divine orchestration because truly I felt that's what it was. And, uh, you know, you were there to meet actually our friend and I was kind of the tag along for the day or for the, for the afternoon. And then once, you know, uh, our friend introduced me, um, and you asked what I did, I said, well, I'm a, I'm a transformational life coach. And then you just like, it was like immediate. You, you just, um, uh, you said, excuse me, can we do this meeting? Cause you were doing a meeting with her. <laughs> can we do this another time? Cause I need to talk to you. <laughs> and it was just this immediate thing. You were in my, at the, at the time it was a home office. I have my own office, uh, in town here, but today, but, uh, and you were at my house the next day, very yeah. next morning. I mean, it couldn't have been more. So it was an instantaneous connection. Obviously today in hindsight, we know why it was so instantaneous. It was beyond just me as a coach, but again, we have, um, uh, purposes that have, have merged together as, which is a lot of what this is right now. And, um, and so we had a lot of things that resonated together and it just ended up being a really beautiful relationship. Mm. Um, so that was, that was a, a wonderful thing. And, and yes, you are, a, you're a good student <laughs> because you take direction well, you're coachable. And that's what makes all the difference in having you get results, right? Is to, you know, follow through on, on, on the things and, and doing the work. Cause as you know, when you know more and more it's, it's work, uh, but it pays off well, handsomely. So, so after that, then I began teaching workshops. As I said, you know, I shy, shyness and insecurity. I worked through, through most of my life, but I was terrified of speaking in public. And I began teaching workshops in 2012, 
really started to ramp up in 2013, which really helped me to get over my own, you know, nervousness around that. Um, and so that was really, I mean, it was just as beneficial for me as it was for anybody I was teaching, quite honestly. Um, but that was really cool. And then, you know, I would get some feedback from um, some of the people who had um, seen me more as a supportive role and with another company. And they said, wow, I think you do. I, I enjoy your workshops more than I, I did the other company's workshops. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's a very high compliment because I thought very highly of the company I was working with. So, um, so that was pretty amazing. And I would start to get validations around, you know, uh, how people received me and things. And, and of course that builds your confidence and, and then you keep going and keep doing it. Um, so then, uh, we reached 2015 and that's when I launched my first book. It's called journey with an angel, uh, finding your way back. And it's very much, uh, a combination of transformational and spiritual, uh, work. And, um, and that but was, you, but don't you also mm -hmm. think, because I did know you th through that time and mm -hmm. you, you were building, you were growing and, yep. um, in, in your own personal life and you were going through some you know, relationship stuff and, and because you were growing, because you were expanding, because you were healing your wounds, you were realizing, okay, wait, this doesn't serve me. I'm going to go over here. And it was because you went on that amazing cruise. Wasn't that October of 2014? No, no, it was October of 2012. Oh, it was October of 2012. Yes. Okay. I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. There was a whole lot more to that because that, yeah. at least from knowing you as well as I do, that was more of a, also a miracle from universe that, oh, yeah. you know, Hey, go on this cruise all by yourself. Oh no, you went with, no, I you, went with a friend. Yeah. Yeah. You went with a friend, went with a friend. Mm -hmm. and then you met our other friends. Mm -hmm. Well, they were your friends first, but I kind of adopted them as my yeah. friends too. And, uh, and then that was really where you started to even expand your mind even more oh. about the, the yeah. meaning of, of, what it means to be human. And for you, it was connecting with angels and you had so many beautiful experiences with that to the point where you wrote the book. Yeah. Well, it was because of that cruise that the book was born mm -hmm. because again, this is, a, I don't want to get too deep into all this stuff because it's a whole deep area, but, mm -hmm. but ultimately, um, you know, having angelic connections and, and so forth, which I was really not super comfortable with <laughs> at that time, you know, uh, as far as, you know, who I was in relation to angels, but, um, ultimately it was, um, it was a trajectory change in my life that, uh, ended up, you know, becoming a book and the, the time, of which, because so we started the book in 2012, um, or yes, with the person that uh, I met in the Mediterranean. Yes. Yeah, um, he helped to channel some things in. He's a channel, and uh, uh, quite a lot actually. And so, um, but then it ended up just taking on its own course. And the the time, so from 2012, it was actually 11:11 the day we started writing. And I was oh. just like, we didn't plan it that way. It ended up being that way. And, um, and through that time that the, the, we were writing and channeling and doing all these things, it was so amazing. It was magical beyond my, I mean, talk about, you know, the God bumps. That's what I'm saying. Writing. You have to kind of they talk were, a little bit about that because uh, I watched you yeah. go through that in, yeah. in, you know, sevens and twos and numbers and 
all of that was just, that was what I was saying. Like you, you were doing so much growing and honestly you helping coaching other people. And it's almost like your, your empath, empathic abilities were also starting to, uh-huh. you know, kind of spark oh, yeah. all over the place. Yes. Oh yeah. My connection just started mm-hmm. to strengthen my intuition. And, you know, one of the things I've, I've been able to discern, you know, the difference between is when you're getting a download mm-hmm. and when you're tapping into your intuition and they're actually pretty different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, intuitive in, intuition is more, you kind of tapping into your own inner guidance and download is more like you're getting information mm-hmm. <laughs> from wherever, right. And you're getting information. It kind of comes in a little harder than the intuition. The intuition has a little softer feel to it. The download is here, this here's information for you. Yeah. And the intuition is you're tapping more into it. It's, it's an interesting experience. And so, oh yeah, that's since then it's just, I mean, in my coaching, I think that's one of the reasons, um, I've been so effective as a coach because I really trust in all that. And just because I'm in it so much, I'm, it's just the, 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 the more you use it, the, you know, the stronger, stronger your muscle gets. Yes. Right? And, so, and because I use it so much, it just, it's just become stronger and stronger over the years, um, for others and for myself as well. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, um, again, we'll I mean, have- I could, it, it's, it's night and day. And, and again, that kind of comes back to why you and I are here right now. Yeah. is because this ability to connect, to get downloads, to um, be conscious of your, is it is it my higher self intuition or did I just get a download? I can tell you there's a, there's a solid difference, you know, like, and it's for, for both of us. And even, um, even it, what I've been through in this last year, since my what did you call it? A declaration to universe? No, a dissertation to universe? Dissertation to the universe, yes. Okay, so my dissertation, I'm going to call it that too, because it, mm-hmm. it's kind of what it was. Declar- mm-hmm. Like, okay, I'm going all the way in. There was still parts of me, and, and I'll share a little bit about this, um, because I think it's important as we move forward in topics that we'll bring to the table. And by the way, like, we want our, we want our audience, you know, bring up suggestions. What are you struggling with? We will read the comments. We will be here to support you. We want to know how you're doing. Where are you at on your journey? Um, we want to tap into to them, to, to all of you. Um, yeah. so, so in my dissertation to universe, <laughs> well, it was more like a declaration, um, to heal completely. Um, and Lisa knows this. I, I actually do work with a channel or you work with a channel. Like we still work in um, cause you're, you know, as long as you're alive, you're, you're growing, you're growing, you're either growing or you're dying. And, and, yeah. and we and need objectivity. Have... We need yeah. outside feedback. Sure. Yeah. You know, we still, you know, we, no matter how much work we've done, we still need feedback. And, well, objective and, it, feedback. and it's for me, at least I'm starting to experience this, um, reality is the, the importance of relationships, how, much satisfaction I'm getting out of all the relationships that I'm in. Um, and I mean, you and I, we we speak Sandra and Lisa. So um, it's fun to have conversations with without judgment and let's get curious. It's the curiosity that um, this last year for me has been about. And I, I went into it um, very, I don't know what the right word would be, very unhappy and unclear and not sure and confused. And here on the outside of my life, 
I mean, it doesn't get any more picture perfect than my life. You know, my husband and I, how we live a debt-free life. We do a very purposeful uh, mission for our, our business and what we do. And so, but I was, I mean, as I was as dark as I, well, I think the darkest I ever was when I first met you, um, but what was still going on inside? How could I still feel not good enough, uh, not happy? What's, why are we here? And it was, it was tough. So here goes my declaration to universe. And I trust it now completely, just like with you, you know, I'll get a download or I'll, you know, my higher self will guide me. And I do know the difference between the two. And it was very, very fast. And this was the absolutely hardest year of my life, hardest year of my life. And, but the more, remember, I didn't have a timeline on my childhood. Right. And, um, I was just telling my channeler the other day, I said, I'm so excited about dates now. I could rattle off month and day and year. And like, mm -hmm. I, because I went back into my young life and, yeah. um, and got really like, okay, well, what is this about? And healed. And I can't, I, it, it went into physical pain. It went into emotional pain. Um, I had just horrific family stuff happen um, all to remind me of memories that I had, either they were memories or they were really that inner child. It was the feeling, um, you know, all the trapped feelings that I had that I didn't even know were there. And I've been doing this work forever, but that's because right now, right now on in 2023 is we're blazing into 2024. Um, for all of you that are listening to this, you're listening to this because you too are searching for answers and you want clarity and you want to be happy and you want to be free of judgment, conflict. And, and again, the law of mirrors is a very real thing. I got to, you know, go through this process over this last year with my husband where we've never been happier. And as I heal, we heal. And it's, it has, it's been a very painful year, but it's been the absolute best year of my entire life <laughs> because I can sit here today and this is pretty much two or three weeks fresh, really, truly feeling like, I don't think I got much left in there, Lisa. I mean, if it comes up, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of my motto is, you know, we really, there's no way to measure it. You know, right. we have, uh, I use the onion analogy and, you know, we get through these layers and upon layers of stuff and it's like, oh, I'm good. And then all of a sudden this deeper layer starts to come up. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought I was done with you. Um, so I just go with it. Like you just said, if there's, if there's more to go, then it's going to show itself uh, and so forth. But you know, it's, uh, it's, it's just something you can't really measure. I mean, you can measure through the, like the results in your life because the results in your life will reflect back to you kind of where you're at. Mm -hmm. Your results are really, uh, gauges on, on to, to continue to show you, you know, both positive and negative, negatively what's going on within you. So, um, uh, as long as we're here, we probably have more to go <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it's, there's no end. It's even, you know, it's even when you become masterful in certain areas of your life, then it's becoming refined in the mastery of whatever mm -hmm. that area of your life is. 
So mm-hmm. there's no, and it's, it's a good thing. Otherwise we'd all be bored. You know, if we can so only bored. get to a certain, certain, certain spot and then stop, it's like, okay, now what, you know? Um, so, uh, yeah, but yes, you've well, and even, done- even that part of it. Um, yeah. there was a point of my misery in this experience of this last year. I want to say maybe it was January or February and I was doing some work with you actually. So I was working with you. I was working with my channeler and, um, you know, really digging into the layers of the onion. And there was this point that I, um, I just wanted to quit. I wanted to leave. I didn't want to, I didn't want to work on my marriage anymore. I didn't want to, I'm, I'm so tired of just like, gosh, is this ever going to end? <laughs> and, and I'm not where I was then, but you said to me in no uncertain terms, and it's because of our relation, you're in my relationship, Lisa, that uh, you said to me, you can work this out here. You can work this out in your next relationship. You want to do it here. You want to do it in the next one. I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to work it out here. And, you know, you, you wrap me up in a big hug. And even though I'm in Texas and you're in Vegas, like I could feel you. And I knew that you were all right, Sandra, let's go a little bit deeper. And that had to have been January or February because uh, the end of February was my memories of my dad and that whole relationship. And um, because then March was my brother and that whole relationship. And um, we don't have enough time to go down all these little rabbit holes, but we'll pick one um, just to show everybody, like there's no one who's exempt from the game of life. And when you make a dissertation or a declaration to universe, mm-hmm. <laughs> buckle up, buttercup, you're going for a ride. Right. <laughs> yeah. You've given, so. you've given the permission to start pulling you in the direction you're, you're needing to go. And 100%. that's out of our comfort zone. <laughs> yeah. It's out of our comfort zone. And that's where people really struggle with. And I wanted to share when you were talking about, you know, on the outside, everything looked perfect and you Mm -hmm. have all the success and a beautiful family and, you know, healthy individuals and marriage, all that kind of stuff. And I think what's important too, is that, you know, so many people, especially in this social media world, put on this, you know, uh, uh, facade, so to speak. And and not that it was a facade, it was real for you that you had all this, but what people don't see is the, is the, turmoil, this internal struggle that so many people are walking around with. And, you know, I remember when I had, um, on a physical level, you know, pain in my, I had frozen shoulder, I had a whole thing with my shoulder and I was in Trader Joe's and I was in a lot of pain and I'm just, it, it dawned on me. I thought, gosh, I wonder how many people in Trader Joe's right now are walking around with either physical or emotional pain, but they're just having the shopping face on and, you know, and, and, and just, are just struggling, just getting through the store. Mm -hmm. And that's how a lot of people are going through life. They're, you know, behind closed doors, you know, they are just absolutely feeling like they're falling apart or they don't have it all together and they're doing their best to appear like they have everything all together. And, um, because of all sorts of, you know, reasons, you know, but ultimately they're just either they're sometimes they're dying inside, right? Sometimes they're, they're well, it literally, Literally. And that's where, you know, you and I've been talking about this for a very long time. I don't, and there is no judgment, but where do you spend your time? What are you watching? If you're watching shows, oh my gosh, Alan and I went uh, out to dinner last night and we're bar people. I'll sit at a bar the rest of my life. I'm a bartender. 
through and through. Um, anyway, so we're sitting at this bar, it's a steakhouse and I can't see without my glasses on far away. So I don't have my glasses on because my husband's sitting right next to me and we're talking. And so I, but I have my glasses on the, on the bar top near my food. And so I'm, I look, there's three TVs up above this bar and I, I look one in the middle one's football. And then the other two were some kind of show and it looked like older people, like 70 ish older people. I put my glasses on. I'm like, what on God's green earth is on this television in a high end steakhouse? And I'm like, is it the bachelor for old people? Oh my gosh. It's the, do you know, there's a show, the bachelor for old yeah. people. Did you know that? I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen it, but yeah, I saw it. Yeah. The one thing that, so we'll come back to that. But the one thing I, I actually took away from it was I, uh, it was an older gentleman. I mean, he really, really had a hard time um, in the final rose ceremony. I'm watching this with a, this is what most people are taking in. But he really did struggle with his feelings of, my gosh, I'm really going to hurt somebody right now. And this does not feel good. But up until, again, as we're whizzing into 2024, the content, what we're putting in our, our minds, we're digesting it in our bodies. It's no wonder we feel like we need to be perfect or we need to, yeah. I don't think we're capable of putting on the cloak anymore and just, right. you know, I'm going to pretend I'm somebody other than who I am. It, it doesn't mm -hmm. work like that. And, and even though, I mean, gosh, I had to make a declaration to universe after decades of doing this kind of work, there was still a lot of junk in my trunk that I was unconscious of. I had to go feel it to even remember it. And, and that, that's amazing. But I think it's because of where humanity is right now that we're wanting, we want, we want to feel, we, I think human beings inherently, we got to get our frequency up to more of a higher vibration of joy and love, gratitude, all of those higher frequencies. And one of these days we'll have to do a podcast. This will be a little bit down the road of, um, you know, what these frequencies actually look like. They are measurable. It's not Sandra and Lisa talking crazy. Not that we ever were, but we sounded like it when we first met, like we were both kind of out there in the world, um, you know, and, and how we viewed uh, being human. But now it's measurable. And, and there is this shift in consciousness for sure that, you know, what we really want, what we really want to share with everybody is just, you got this and we got you. And, and, and if you're listening, we, we love you and we want you to feel safe here. Uh, and get information and take it away with you to use in your life. Um, so with that being said, why don't we share with them what a what the next handful of podcasts might look like? Okay. Well, you know, like I um, <laughs> said earlier, you know, the, the, the next one we're looking to do is called Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life. And it really is about... Um, you know, a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset and just what the, what each of those looks like and how to move towards, think of it as a spectrum. So you have fixed on one end and growth mindset on the other. It's not like you're all one or all the other, but you know, you, you fall somewhere in between and you want to keep moving the, the slider over to the growth mindset because that's when you truly will change your life. Um, uh, I haven't, uh, 
we haven't fully defined the rest of them yet, but you know, relationships, communication, relationships, yeah, mindset, you know, relationships, relationships are huge yeah. boundaries, especially for the people pleasers oh. in the world. Oh my goodness, you know, saying no is like the hardest thing to do for people pleasers. And what's that really all about? What's really going on underneath, and and how to break out of that that dynamic that ends up usually ending up feeling resentful, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, things like that. Uh, so. Um, but also, I mean, there's, uh, you know, I've, with all the years, pretty much 20 years of the work that I've been doing, it's, we can, you know, spin the wheel and yep, we can do something on that one, do something on that one. In fact, in 2016, when I created my course roadmap to self-empowerment, I really created the course to kind of touch on each area of ourselves. Cause we're just this inner uh, rabbit hole of different aspects of self and masculine and feminine and shadow and light and inner child and parent and all these different aspects of ourself and ego. Um, and so I really created it as uh, like a foundational program to, to just start to get an idea of what you're contending with within your own being, because <laughs> yep. you got a lot of forces working against you. And, uh, and if you don't aren't aware of how they work against you, then they will definitely have your power. And that's not where we want our power to be. We want to get our spirit in the driver's seat of our life and, uh, and then let that one, you know, be driving the show, so to speak. But yeah. if you don't have awareness around it, you can't just be positive. You've actually got to go through the negative. You got to work it out. You got to understand it. You have to know how it works with you and how you work with it. And that's where you actually, the, the, the positive is just waiting on the other side of that. It's like buried mm -hmm. behind it, if you will. It's just waiting for you to say, clear that stuff up and you will naturally and organically come out as who you truly are, your authenticity, that authentic self, which is what this podcast is, is really based on as being real. But a lot of people don't understand what is real. You know, who am I? Why am I here? I mean, these are existential questions that have existed through time, right? And so um, it really is about discovering who you are. And the more you tap into who you actually are instead of who you think you are, the more powerful you become and more confident you become, the wiser you become, um, and you, you move through experiences a lot quicker so that, you know, you can get truly more in the direction you want to go instead of having all these pit stops <laughs> of lessons to learn, you know, which what the pit stops in, um, are about. And so you can get on with really being alignment with your spirit and, and, and living your purpose. Yes. And I think that as we start to interact with our audience, we are going to get a ton of really great subjects that we will we would love to explore with everybody in in this in this healing journey that we are all in together. Yes. So, any last beautiful thoughts for our first introduction to our people? No, I think uh, just you know sharing the um, you know the schedule that we have planned for the podcasts. Uh, we will be posting them on Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific time. And again, just the things that we've covered about, you know, what we want to accomplish and, you know, really being real. Uh, what does that mean? What does it look like? And how do you get there? <laughs> right. Uh, with that authenticity and having greater connections with those that we, you know, care about and having the tools, right? Equipping people with the tools to work through all the complexities of this crazy world that we're living in these days. Um, you know, but 
even 20 years ago, people thought maybe those were crazy times they were living in. So <laughs> who knows? Maybe it'll get crazier. Maybe it won't. I don't know. But either way, we all need life tools to really get through this, these things, especially, you know, during these times, because it, our world is really going through quite the transformation mm -hmm. on its own. And um, if the, the more we are centered and grounded in who we are, the easier it will be to ride through all this change yeah. that's happening on the planet. And that's truly one of the reasons we started this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so many good topics. So, all right, everybody have a fabulous week and uh, let's be real. Yeah. And thanks so much for joining us. And we look forward to sharing this journey with you all. Yay. Amen. Yep. All right.